What up, everybody? We back. It's the Nation of Podcation Podcast. It's the People's Podcast. Thank you to all of our fans. Continue to spread the word that Nation of Podcation is hands down the best podcast in the world. We always interact with our fans and we never too good to follow back. At InPodcation on Twitter and Nation of Podcation on Facebook and Instagram. I'm the optimistic of opportunity, the oracle of ideas. I'm O'Shea. I'm here with the reigning, defending, self-proclaimed people's champ, John B. Yo, yo, yo. And Mr. Last Name Song, straight from the hip with the cannon, Shannon. What's happening? Can't call it my friend. Hot topics, hot takes, ready to debate. Today we have a top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Video arcade games. Yes, sir. How y'all feeling today, fellas? Feeling good, feeling good, feeling great. This was fun putting together. Taking me back now, memory lane. Uh, Shannon, how you feeling? Man, I'm definitely glad to get this one going. I'm glad that we don't have to really do a whole bunch of research because it's just based on memories of us actually playing these games. Yeah, yeah, this one was a fun one, man. I definitely had a good time putting this together. Brought back those old school memories of going to the arcade and letting my mom do her shopping while I'm just leave me here and let me give me this five dollars and let me run these quarters on these machines. Man, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's why uh, I like Vegas a lot because started off at the arcades. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's what's up. Last week we had a, a top five live-action kids' movies, and for the first time in Nation of Podcation history, none of us were the -the down-to-the-ground crown recipient. That goes... I like it. I like it. Y'all call him Josh. We We call call him Squirrels. (laughs) Have at it, my friend. You take the crown for the -the down-to-the-ground crown. The damn Three Ninjas movie, that's what did it for Mm -hmm. you. I mean, last week mm. Shannon said it was like a cross between the uh, Ninja, Turtles yeah, Ninja Turtles and Karate Kid. <laughs> and it fell flat on both tries. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I, I just don't know how that was your number one of all time. But, you know, shout out to Squirrels. Yeah. That's, that's what's thanks up. Thanks for playing. Yeah, thanks, thanks for playing. Thanks for trying, my friend. So, are y'all ready to get down <laughs> with, uh, with this week's episode? <clears throat> to do it let's get it let's get it so um like i said this one was easy to make like i said it just took me back to my childhood playing the arcade games uh just going to the malls like that kind of stuff is kind of dead now you know going to the mall and playing video games everybody's got one at home or on their phone or yeah it's definitely one of those things that's just not around anymore just I mean, they still, they still got them at like, uh, places like Main Event and Dave, uh, Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's still definitely a, a huge, huge thing overseas, but just at home, like in the States, it's a dead culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, let's start it off. John B., chat me up. Number five, video arcade games. Number five for me was a game called Pro Wrestling. Back in the early 90s, I remember going with my brother back to the old, old Glendale Mall, and they had a, a basement down there, and they had all these different arcade games, and uh, 
One of my favorite ones was this one called Pro Wrestling. It had only about like eight characters. I think it didn't have a lot of people, but it was really realistic feeling and had a referee in there and it was just fun to play. And I even remember playing it when I went to go visit my aunt down in Atlanta when we would go to different places. They seemed to have a lot of them down there for some reason, but uh, had a guy on there that kind of looked like Ric Flair. I mean, they basically bit off of all the, you know, actual real people. That's what I was about to say. Wasn't that the one where they didn't have the real characters, they just kind of had the knockoff characters, but they, and they the, were still the kind man, of the characters. The guy, he had like the star on his face, and um, they had the guy was supposed to be like the Ric Flair and all this type of stuff. But that's my number five pro wrestling. Okay, all right, that's what's up, Shannon. What do you think about his number five? Um, hey, you know. Um, it definitely started the uh, the trend of terrible wrestling games for arcade. Uh, <laughs> um, because I mean, after that, you had um, what uh, WrestleMania the arcade game, which was trash. You had uh, WWF WrestleFest, which was trash. You had WWF in your house, which was trash. Um, they all kind of like bit off of. They were made by like acclaim, the same people who like started to uh, really partner up with uh, and copy like Midway um, mm-hmm. when they were doing like the Mortal Kombat. Mortal so you Kombat, had like yeah. the the live looking person, but it was on 2D and it was all trash <laughs> no matter what um, because it wasn't nowhere near close to like Mortal Kombat's mechanics and stuff. But right. uh, I feel you because you are a huge wrestling fan. That's what you want to do. But I don't feel the decision on uh, this being in a top five. But it's, it's your top five. That's what's up. I, I'm definitely going to agree with you, Shannon, that I don't know how that made it to your top five, but I do respect that game. Just And it was one of the early wrestling games. That's yeah. It doesn't have any, you know, like some of the newer updates of the mid-90s games, but I, I can respect it, but to make the top five, womp womp. Shannon. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Plenty of time to go. Plenty of time to go. All right, all right. We're going to see if you can redeem that later on. Shannon, <laughs> chat me up. Uh, number five for me is Galaga um, Namco. I will say for this one, it definitely has. Uh, it's my first ever arcade game that I've ever played. Wait for it. Uh, my mom, actually, uh, when we used to have to go to the laundromat, she would actually play it and she was beast mode with it. And then I started to get into it, and that's actually what got me into um, arcade games. It's actually what our logo is right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, she she would hand me the business like like none other. But it's definitely what um, – it, it kind of helped the idea of the uh, the logo for today's uh, podcast. And um, dope uh, game, I, I would say it's one of the first uh, – top-down arcade like space shooters and from there that genre is pretty much on all tablets all phones um it's one of the uh, the classic ones from namco john b you want to go or you want me to go first i think you you kind of feel that uh, all right well I'm, I'm just gonna say so i've been knowing you what 20 something years now what Plus. 24 years 21 years something in there I ain't never seen you play no Galaga, talk about a Galaga, play the Galaga with you. <laughs> so I'm gonna. That's why I was. I was kind of gonna want John B to go because he. You've known him a little bit longer. Have you ever heard him say, "Yeah, man, that Galaga, that, that dope stuff, man." To be honest, just to be one hundred percent honest, 
Though. Uh, <laughs> 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 Not one time heard about uh, Gallica anything, uh, you know. And, so. and that's okay because no one's ever heard of the damn game that you just brought up. No, they definitely <laughs> heard of my game. They definitely heard of my game. Don't, that, that's don't bullshit. Um, and if you ask, if we do a poll right now, people are going to say Gallica is way better than damn pro wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's got you there. Hands I, down, Galaga is better than pro wrestling, bro. Definitely not. Galaga is better than any arcade wrestling game that's ever came out. Hands down. Uh, now, if we're talking it. home consoles, okay, I'll give you that. But we're talking about arcade games, and none of those wrestling games compare to Galaga. It still holds its weight to this day. Well, simmer down over there, big fella. I mean, we weren't trying to... You, you sound like you're getting a little personal with the Galaga over there. I feel you. I feel you. It was your your idea for the, uh, the Galaga theme that we have, so I see where that... Uh, <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now, I'm not taking this crown. Not over no damn pro wrestling. All right. All right. So my number five, it was Captain America and the Avengers. It was one of the first multiplayer games you had. You had your choice to play between Captain America. You had Vision. You had Iron Man. You had Hawkeye. Uh, my personal favorite back then was actually actually Hawkeye. He was uh, that was old school Hawkeye from the comic books with the uh, the arrows all the time. Purple suit boy. Um, just loved it. Everywhere I went, you know, and I saw that game, I had to play it. Uh, it was one of the first, you know, like I said, comic book video games that was out there. I'm a big comic book fan. I love the Marvel characters. I did back then. I do now. Chat me up. How y'all feeling? Because I know y'all remember the Captain America and the Avengers game, so chat me up. I uh, definitely remember it. Thank you. Um, one of the wackest ones to, <laughs> to come out. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But as as a kid, like when you see like your favorite superheroes on like an actual video game, it definitely like magnetizes you to it. Right. Um, right. I will say, like, some of the characters were definitely more playable than others, like Cap and, and Hawkeye. Vision, to me, was kind of garbage. He was on garbage there. then, and he's garbage now. <laughs> um, definitely got exposed in the, the later Avengers movies. Um, but overall, I think Vision that trash. one kind of helped jumpstart, like, the licensing for, like, some of the future um, arcade games that they had come out, which were definitely better. Um, than that one, but I definitely understand that being like a childhood mm -hmm. game for you. We weren't really like looking at like overall reviews and stuff like we do now. Man, we were looking right. for fun factor. Right. That game was fun. John B, do you remember the Captain America and the Avengers? Yeah. And man. how you feeling about it? I remember it. I remember. I played it too and had fun doing it, so I can't really rag on it uh, too much as much <laughs> as I would like to, but. Uh, Good. It, uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely wasn't the, the best out of the series. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely a for an statement. early you know, two things could be the same, you know. So. See, you about to have me on my last name song stuff right now because I'm about to get personal <laughs> and just start defending this game. <laughs> but we're gonna keep it moving right along. I ain't gonna get too caught up on that one because I got heat for y'all later on. Uh, <laughs> Shannon, chat me up. Number four. number four, NBA Jam. Nice, nice. nice now you're talking nice. some sense. Good. 
Um, I was talking since earlier, but anyway. Um, I got you. I'm going to match you with that number four. That's okay. my number four NBA Jam as well. So we're going to chat this one up. So NBA Jam, like, was it the first sports game I ever played? No, no. Not by any means, but it was one of the first ones that actually was comfortable for any age to play. Man. Um, it had everyone's favorite team on there. It, it had everyone's favorite top two, unless you were a Bulls fan. You didn't get Jordan on there unless you were Michael Jordan himself. Right. Um, you remember all back in the day they used to everybody say, "Oh, there's this Jordan the, the G Jordan Code." Code. Jordan Code. Yeah. Ain't no Jordan Code. <laughs> Tried no a million Code. times, you know. But I mean, like overall, like the the different little uh, initials you could put in um, at the arcade, along with the home consoles, to get you like Bill Clinton, yeah, Air Dog, yeah. um, Al Gore, Al Gore, uh, the Big Head mode, George the, uh, Clinton, Always on Fire mode, like those different modes was was really cool to me. Um, then also like the shoving part, it was kind of like a that that wasn't an original idea. Now that was uh, first thought of from a game called Arch Rivals. Yes, um, that's a classic too. But I feel like uh, Acclaim took that and enhanced it and made it better. Um, Way the, better. The only thing I, I had a problem with with NBA Jam was that it was one of the more expensive games in the arcade because you had to pay by the quarter, and that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, they're going to get that buck out of you to play the entire game, definitely. I liked it, too. Also, everything you said was spot on. I also liked it because of the, the, who was the guy, the voice that was calling the game. Oh, Remember, yeah. He, yeah. He would say, you know, boom, shakalaka, and he's yeah. on fire. All the ad-libs. All, all the ad-libs. Man, I felt all like he should have damn near been a for real NBA announcer because he always got me hyped when playing the game. Yeah, so. yeah, you know, coming down, I mean, he would call the game as you're, as you're saying. I think that was one of the first for a video game yep. as well, you know, actually having commentary, you know, during the game. They would tell you your stats after every quarter. Um, so I loved NBA Jam. That was definitely my number four as well. John B., chat me up. How you feeling about our number four? Um, NBA Jam is legend series, so I definitely feel you guys having it in your top five. Played in the arcade, definitely had it on Sega Genesis, so the Shout love was Sega. real, mad real, mad real. So I can definitely understand why you guys would want to get it in and um, yeah, all the cheat codes, uh, like you said, all the different you know modes, the shoving. I mean, everything about the game, everything you guys mentioned, um, definitely top on the list. So excellent. That's respect, what's up. Man, respect on that one. That's what's up. Well, we gonna keep the shine on you, my bro. Go ahead, chat me up. What's your number four? Number four for me is the classic, The Simpsons Arcade. Okay. Yeah. Um, Remember playing that at a few different like Chuck E. Cheese places like that. Um, just you know, it was just you know, it had the you know the multiple player mode and all that stuff. You know, got to have the whole family out there going through town and experiencing you know all the crazy characters and stuff like that. So um, had a lot of fun playing that one. Uh, the Simpsons number four for me. Nice, nice. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, I ain't got nothing bad to say about you on that pick, dude. That's uh, that almost made my. Top five, that would probably would have been my number six if, you know, we could do like a notable mention. Or, uh, that game, once again, I like the games that you can get everybody to play. You know what I mean? So I can, yeah. you know, the multiplayer games, that's one of the reasons why I like Captain America and the Avengers. You could get, you know, the four-man team, three-man team going and actually, you know, try to accomplish something as a unit. So that's why I like the Simpsons game. Uh, it's definitely classic. You know, one of my, you know, then you had the um, – Thing. Yeah, good, good call. Um, it had the modes where you could um, 
could like they could collab and stuff. That was like one of the first games where you like could do like superpowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that you could put like Bart and Lisa together, and they would do a, a combo move or Marge and Homer or you know just whatever combination. Yep. There was the, those kind of moves, so I liked it for that. Um, the villains were cool. Uh, Shannon, chat me up. How you feeling about John B's number four with the Simpsons uh, arcade game? It was another one of those that definitely held his uh, like stand up time like it just held it uh it went and got re-released on xbox uh 360 uh ps3 and on uh ipod iphone android all those as well um so you know this is a good game when they can re-release it and it, it does numbers still Man, um, real for real overall like uh, my favorite person to use on there um i know at the time when i was younger i would say like uh, it was it would have had to been bart, bart um, right. because he'd do the special power where he become like bartman mm-hmm. um but as like when it re-released on ps3 honestly um i started to really mess with uh, homer like homer was kind of like he had more power to him yeah, um, okay. And okay. I like Marge. Got, Marge had the vacuum. She come out that yeah, vacuum yeah. cleaner on boys. Bat, 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 bat. Now the thing would um, that I didn't realize like back then, just because we were just young, just trying to feed the machine, um, that they all had different like power levels. Like they were all like had different strengths and weaknesses. And I wish I'd have known that when I was throwing all my money away, because I would have <laughs> went with the right people back then. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was one of those games that ate up plenty of my quarters Ooh. as well. Um, Definitely, definitely. Well, all right, it's break time. We will be back to finish up our remaining three of our top five arcade games. Y'all stay put. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We back. Break time is over. It's over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. Back to do our top five arcade games. Remaining three. Fellas, back from break. How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Ready to get to it, Shannon. How you feeling? I am ready to hold it down for the last three. Last three, last three. Shannon, go ahead then. Chat me up. Number three. Number three for me is what started it off for me enjoying fighting games and I would have to say Super Street Fighter 2. Um, it's not the original Street Fighter 2. It's the the one where they added uh, Cammy, DJ, T-Hog, mm. and my personal favorite, Fei Long, the rip-off Bruce Lee that had oh. the for real kung fu move. He was badass, though. That was my guy. Um, and then on top of that, like you could... If you went far enough in the game, you could unlock and um, face Akuma, um, which he is one of the best villains in fighting game history, in my personal opinion. Um, from that, uh, you pretty much have like the rest of Street Fighter history um, based on that game. They just kept adding more and more characters based on that, that core group. And I felt like, for me, that's what really got me like into the whole fighting game genre. 
Now, what's up? That's what's up. John B, chat me up. How you feeling about Super Man, Street Fighter? That game right there Two. was fun to play. That yes. was fun to play. So and I remember, John, you had that mug on the Genesis, too. Man, on the Genesis, ready to go. You know, I, I mess with I mean, the game just had so many different people. But like I said, when you added to the, you know, DJ and the T-Hawk, you know, and, you know, all these other characters, you know, it just put it to another level. So, had a lot of fun playing it. Definitely, you know, had it represent on the Sega Genesis O'Shea. I, I liked it a lot. I, um, I liked the worlds, like the different... Um, you know, worlds that you would go to when you're fighting, you know, the characters, they kind of had their own special, you like know, their place home where, base, yeah, their home base where they would fight. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, especially, like you said, when they added DJ and, you know, all those, you know, other characters to it. It was awesome. My fa- Who was you guys' personal favorite? I always liked, uh, who was it, uh, E. Honda, Blanca. Okay. Um, yeah. For me. And Ryu. I was always um, a Ryu dude. I would say Fei Long was has been like the main guy for me for a minute, even on like some of the newer iterations of Street Fighter. Um, I definitely will always go back to like your classic uh, Ken and Ryu. Um, I personally would like uh, Ryu better. I, I felt Facts. like he was uh, stronger. Um, yeah. Ken was more faster though. I'll say, but Ryu had the power. Yes, sir. John B, who is your favorite? Cross, man. Probably Ryu, followed closely by like a Vega. Then probably Vega was dope too. That was the one with the claws, right? Yeah, the yep. little rover ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boys up or and I, I hated fighting Vega on on his home base in Spain. He climb, couldn't he climb, climb yeah. that thing, he man? Size is like on a cage, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Climb up and he's steel cage and boys. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I also like the uh, the detail of like when the announcer would say where you were going. To yeah, me, that yeah, always got me hyped. Oh, I did get you Spain. Yeah, it was the USSR. <laughs> yeah, that is a throwback right there. Throwback. All right, John good one, B. Good one. Chat me up. Number three. Number three for me um, is Running Gun. This game I know used to be at the old school Pizza Hut down the street from the crib. And wait for it. All of the other different uh, birthday parties, you know, after, you know, the different little, you know, basketball from, like, you know, AAU and stuff like that would go <laughs> and literally play this game. I mean, it had the old school, like, t- uh, 2K style to it as well. So, I don't know. I messed with that game. Running Gun. Number three. Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> me and you both started to crack up a little bit when he, when he shut that out. So, chat me up. How you feeling about that one? If I was a lawyer right now, I would say an evidence two for down to the ground ground <laughs> <laughs> is running gun. Um, I will say like running gun was cool, but it was like they they made it too gimmicky in my opinion with the whole like double screen thing, so you couldn't see what the other person was doing the behind the back cam, the what they call now the two K cam. Um, but the game itself moved like ridiculously slow. It was like 11 frames per second, and that's like terrible. Especially if it's called run and gun, and y'all moving at 11 frames. Y'all are y'all should have called it, you know, walk and talk. <laughs> like it, it was it was cool as a kid, I guess, for you. But like for you to put run and gun and not NBA Jam, I'm I'm kind of baffled right now on that. Mm-hmm. Amen, I'm amen. Good. For all those same reasons, I'm just gonna co-sign with you on that one, Shannon. I, I, and then I on mean, top of that, how I, do you like 
you know the game's not popular when it doesn't even like transition into a home version. Like uh, it did, it did, it did. What was it called, John? I, I know where you're going. What was it called, John? <laughs> what, what was it called? Where am I going with it? Where am I going with it? I'd have to look it up. I forget the name. Yeah. Of it. it was something like... It was some bullshit like catch and shoot. <laughs> 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 they were so embarrassed by that game, they couldn't even call it running gun for the home console. It was called like catch and shoot. Oh, no. oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get that one out of there. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Fans right. will agree with me. I ain't tripping. Fans will agree with me. We'll see about that. All right. Yeah. My number three uh, personal favorite is gonna be uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't stress how much the Ninja Turtles meant to my childhood. They, I had all the action figures, all the gimmicks, you know, all, all the, the toys, the gadgets. That was my click right there. You know, the four turtles, you know, all of them together, you know, unstoppable. And, I, you know, I liked the game a lot because it was based on the – it was kind of based on the cartoon show. Um, came out in 1991, so it was in the, the heart of my fandom for uh, mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtles. True essence. True essence. Um, just all the – it checks all the boxes, you know, from – you know, like I said, I like the games where you can get the camaraderie going. You can definitely yep. get the four-man weave going yep. on that. Yep. Um, you can also, you know, play it three, two-player, one-player. Going against Shredder, you know, he's always, you know, the number one villain in yeah. most of the Turtle games, and he's one of those classic Bebop, villains Rock of all Steady. time. Bebop, Rocksteady, uh, Krang was in there. Uh, one of, That was probably my favorite – Turtles game of all time and definitely is, you know, like I said, top three in my personal favorite list. So guys, chat me up. How y'all feeling about my number three Turtles in Time? Well, I say let's just go ahead and segue into number two because that's my number two. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Like, the the camaraderie, like as a kid playing that game, definitely dope, but the camaraderie as we got older, like, even brought more memories with that game. Like, Talk we were all it. in Vegas, like, for some dumbass reason, we were in Vegas at 20, <laughs> like right, a, right. a year before we could actually like do some damage out in Vegas. But Talking about, we, we weren't going to turn down going to Vegas. Though, hell right? no. You know, we didn't going to turn hell it down. No. We were still going to go. Yeah, Shout out to little darlings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But um, then we uh, stumbled across that at, what is it, the Luxor? The Luxor. Yeah, yeah the Luxor. Yep. And we sat there and played that damn game from start to finish. Yeah. Um, totally. It was definitely uh, worth that uh, that moment right there. And then I also yeah. remember when it re-released um, on PlayStation 3, and then uh, me and John hopped on there and yep. played that mug, Couch Co-op, um, from start to finish start again. To finish. Um, but, like, just the one thing that I would say that kind of made me mad was uh, about the game, like, as much as I love it, is uh, they had different characters for, like, whatever you were playing it on. So, like, I had it on Super Nintendo, and it, it swapped, I believe, uh, Rocksteady and Bebop for Toka and Razar. Like oh, from wow. like the from the home console to the arcade. I didn't know that. So like depending on where you were playing, which one you were playing on, you got either Toka and Razar or you got Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. To me, I was kinda like, Oh shit, this is weird, but okay, it's still fun nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Right, Give me right. Bebop and Rocksteady oh, all day. I need that cartoon version. Even though Toka and Razar, they were legend series. I honestly thought that they were gonna actually put them more into like the cartoon and more into like that whole like that that turtles world, but right. they kind of just stopped with turtles in time and then the movie, obviously. John B. 
Chat me up. Number Love two. It. Same thing. I'm going with Turtles. Turtles of Time. Okay. All the same reasons. Being able to get the camaraderie going. Uh, you know, all four of us uh, had another homeboy down there, Rick G in Vegas down there, and getting it in, you know, and we literally sat there. I mean, we literally, like, broke that damn machine because, I mean, we were button mashing like a mug mm-hmm. trying to make sure we didn't die and trying to, I mean, we was really going through like we was, you know, you know, 10 years old, you know, again. So it was great, man. I loved it, you know, all those old school memories, so. The good thing about playing that kind of game as an adult, though, is that you have more quarters. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you have definitely more quarters. It's like, and oh, and more time because oh, you don't have your mom coming, you know, just when you're getting into yep. it. Talking about, all right, girl, you know, it's time to go. You know, me and us are done man. shopping. It's time on. to go. <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about none of that. Oh, you can sit there and button, button mash and, and – I mean, we did it. That's that's something we did together, fellas. And I, and I will say a uh, big shout-out to the first one, um, the first Turtles arcade. That was one of the first ones that got me into the beat-em-ups. It's just, yeah. to me, I felt like Turtles in Time took what they started with that first um, arcade cabinet and just made it ten times better. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yep. So from three to two, my three, you guys, number two. Uh, I'll go ahead and give my number two. I went with the X-Men arcade game. Uh, again... I feel like all the the games that I have listed have been, you know, games where you can play with multiple, you know, people. Yeah. You can have, you know, multiplayer game. That one, like like I said, with the uh, Captain America and the Avengers, it had a lot of my favorite characters. Your Cyclopses, your uh, Wolverines, who Night else Crawler, was in there? Nightcrawler, uh, Colossus, Storm, Storm Dazzler. Yeah, I, think that I was, was kind of cool off Dazzler. I was cool off Dazzler, uh, <laughs> definitely cool off Dazzler. But yeah. everybody else, it was cool. Like even Storm, like she had her little whirlwind tornadoes that would take uh, care of the uh, the bad guys. And I actually uh, got that game for the PS3 and yep. played on the PS3. And me and my daughter, my oldest daughter, have played it. Uh, several times we've beat that game several times I love that game like I said that was one of the first ones you could get six people to play at the same time so that made it you know a lot easier when you want to play that game at the arcade with your buddies or with the random people that would be there you know everybody could squad up and you know start button mashing and uh so that's you know I I like the x-men arcade game fellas chat me up how y'all feeling about that uh that one is actually my number one Okay, so, segue right into it again. Yeah, we're going to jump right on into number one for me. The only thing that I would say that I would change is definitely Dazzler. Um, yeah, she was whack. They had all the right villains in there. Like, they, they punch you right in the mouth when you go after uh, Juggernaut. Juggernaut, um, right at the beginning. Magneto almost seemed like, at, when it first came out at my age at that time, it felt like he was just um beatable um and we always ran into like uh parents saying it's time to it's go time right when you think go. you about to get close even Man, though you know you're not time. gonna get close every but time. still it's like damn I, if i just had like 50 more cents Come i could have got man. this but um my big thing is like you could literally jump in with a bunch of strangers because there's enough room for yep. like five other people yep. so like one mm-hmm. person's in there you jump in then someone else jumps in then that sixth person by the time you get to that that unlucky mm-hmm. person get dazzler yep. um but and then people swap in and out too, yeah because somebody else dies and they mama's taking them away yep. from it then you know somebody else is coming up and you can keep it going hey, for I'm a while as long as you got the like time that, that added to like the whole mystique of the game because you would come in, especially if you were only like one or two people up there, you know, you button match and you're trying to go through. It's like, ah, you see somebody step in there. Okay, all right, jump in, you know, kind of hype you up. And then, like yep. you said, you get everybody in there. 
then like you said, it's got a traffic going on, you know, people swapping in and out. It's like, oh man, no nah, man, we need it. No nah, man, so bad. Okay, you know, you get hyped, jump back in and, you know, try to beat the game. So it was mad fun, mad fun. I think um, without that game, you don't get like some of the games that came out after it, like uh, the Ultimate Alliance series, which mm-hmm. uh, we all know as far as like on home mm-hmm. console, we all went through that together. Yes, on, we did. Uh, Multiple times. Yes. On Xbox 360, Multiple on the times. first one, then yes. the Civil War series, <laughs> when that one came out on S2, and then I've been recently playing uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch. I mean, it still brings back that good old feel of like that that six person like mm-hmm. style. Um, I would say uh, if it was up to me, I probably would have put Gambit in there instead of Dazzler. But that's my personal opinion. I mean, yeah. you could have flipped. I mean, even if you want to keep it like female, you could have had Jean Grey. You could have yeah. had Rogue. You could have right. had Psylocke. Yeah. You could have had so say, many other people. I was going to say Jean yeah. Grey probably would have fit to me better than Dazzler just for yeah. the time in that group. I think Gambit was probably, that was probably a little bit before Gambit's prime right there. Yeah. But, but the Jean Still. Grey would have fit. Uh, I was even a beast even beast, beast. He, he would have been a good good fit in in that Tripping. that spot um, but besides that besides dazzler yeah. you know that that definitely gets number one for me because it sparked like a lot of the uh, the action based kind of games that I still play to this day number one that's what's up John B chat me up your number one all-time personal favorite arcade video game number one on the arcade list for me um, is Marvel versus Capcom. That was a good one. Uh, man, I, I loved it because you had so many different characters and people that you could choose from. So I just felt like it just gave you such a just an endless amount of, you know, if you had the money to play, you could sit up there and like literally like go through so many different people. And then I liked also how you could get like the tag team action when you got mm-hmm. the certain combos going on. And then when you had the multiple combos and multiple hits and all that going on, it's just like tag in and out. Oh man, that was like, I don't know. That was just like the best thing to me, you know, and just like the mashup of characters. Cause you just don't normally see these two worlds collide. And so it was like, yeah. what? like Marvel kept like, what? Like it just, I mean, it was just, Hit on like you said, it checked all the boxes. It hit me on all the different levels. So number one for me is Marvel vs. Capcom all-time arcade video games. It's like what Mega Man and Wolverine as a squad and some stuff like that. You know, <laughs> like that's awesome, dude. That's that's some stuff that's like unheard of. The one thing I'll, I'll definitely say about Marvel vs. Capcom is like that's not even like the beginning of that series. It started with uh, X Men: Children of the Atom. Uh, which mm-hmm. was like a, a fine game, and then that went into uh, X Men versus Street Fighter, and then that went into Marvel Super Heroes, uh, War of the Gems, and then Marvel versus uh, Street Fighter, then Marvel vs. Capcom finally, um, and then that tag system to me was the first time I ever tried like a tag system. I know it's not the first one ever done, but to me, I felt like it was the first one perfected. Man, right. Talk um, about it. Talk about and I, I like how they they didn't just give you like all the the faces of Marvel. They gave you some of the folks that you actually didn't. Really Really know that much about mm-hmm. but you wanted to really get into them after yeah. playing that game like yeah. um like we was just saying like gambit like that really put him on mainstream as far as in fighting games mm-hmm. um War i think Machine. the cartoon put him on that when he was in that cartoon show that opened yep. up his stardom then that's what you know he, he started getting roles everywhere you know what i mean the the that game overall to me is one of my favorites the only reason why i didn't have it on my list was because i was more um at that time when it came out i think it was what 98 um it was more for me a home fighting game than it was in the actual arcade because like we had said at the beginning of this uh, podcast was that like you know um, we started to kind of really um, see and live through the like the the death of arcade especially yeah, like here hard. in Indiana um, so it was kind of hard to, to get to these arcades like 
when we started to get a little older. So well, and me, then it was, was just console. for one, they started going away. The arcades started yep. going away, and two, yeah. we started they started coming out with the games at home. So we instead of just going to the mall or something and putting our quarters in, yeah, we could just meet up in my crib. Yeah, we meet up at John yeah. B's or your crib or my crib, you know, and we get it in on the yeah. game. You feel me? Yep. Yep. All right, my number one all time personal favorite arcade game, hands down for me is Mortal Kombat. The first one. You can say the are you, series, are you really, like but, say I, series? I, but me, I, you can you can uh, cut it down to just the first one, really okay. for me. Um, the first one, it, like you said, it t- it it checked <laughs> off almost almost went there. It checked all the boxes, almost went there. It checked uh, <laughs> it checked all the boxes. I mean, I love the fighting games. Uh, it was one of the ones that first took. <laughs> it took like real characters and had them fighting. I like that a lot. I like the fatalities. The fatalities yep. was awesome. So after you whoop his ass and beat him up, then it's finish him and you know you can rip the heart out, rip the 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 spine out. You could uh, uppercut, knock the head off. You could do all kind of you know punishing things to him after you beat their ass. I enjoyed the. Um, like the side challenges where it was the test your might where yep. you had to mash the buttons really yeah. fast to break the it was like wood and diamond and steel and bricks. all bricks and all kind of stuff you had to break and you would get points and stuff for doing that um, Goro one of the best uh, mini bosses of all times yep. four arms I mean he was a beast he was you know definitely hard to beat uh, it I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't do it at the arcade. I had to. I had to wait till I got it on Genesis to actually beat Goro. I did not have enough quarters uh, or time at the mall to be able to beat Goro or Shang Tsung. Uh, so I had to wait till I got the uh, the console. But then Shang Tsung, he was an ultimate, um, you know, villain as well because he could change into the different characters. So you weren't just fighting a guy that had his own powers. He could change into anybody at any random yep. time. Uh, so you know that made him a, a you know hard boss to beat. Uh, what else about that game? I mean everything about the game, the characters, the ninjas, you know Sub Zero, Scorpion. You know you had the movie star Johnny Cage, Sonya Blaze, Kano. Um, then you had the hidden character, um, Reptile. So you, yep. you had to do you had to go two rounds on the pit stage, flawless, and do the fatality in order to unlock. Uh, reptile, and you fought him at the bottom of the pit, and then even the pit fatality where you uppercut them and they fall down to the pit. Just everything about Mortal Kombat, the violence. I remember the long lines, people standing behind just trying to check out that game. All the controversy it caused in the news. They was thinking that there was no way this game should be made. So, fellas, chat me up. How y'all feeling about Mortal Kombat? Y'all can tell I was passionate about Mortal Kombat. Definitely, right there. definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, the, the big thing about Mortal Kombat is that that story is still evolving to this day. Um, they right. just recently dropped right. uh, Mortal Kombat 11, and it's still going strong. Yeah. Um, and I do appreciate how they paid homage to the uh, the original roots by just releasing a uh, DLC pack for, like, the original classic uh, costumes. Right. Um, which is another, like, awesome thing that they're showing, like, that love back to the original. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just remember, like... I know sometimes y'all can read about it now, some of the younger listeners, but, like, we were actually going through, like, seeing that stuff, like, on, like, your Fox News, your CBS News or whatever, of yeah. uh, them 
actually in like the Senate building talking about banning this game and violence in like video it. games. Because um, I think it was what that lethal enforcers and like one other one that was like super big at that time as far as like leading the the way of like is changing the kids' minds, is right, making them right, tear right, up right. stuff yeah. and kill people and all this. And we'll probably jump into a podcast for that. Um, down the road maybe uh, this week also um, but I, I will say like Mortal Kombat like the first three were the ones that we really got a chance to, to go hard at at the arcade yes, um, yes. even though like I was more of a Street Fighter fan I could not walk out of an arcade and not give Mortal Kombat a go just couldn't man just could not do John it. B speak on it nah speaking the truth with that you had to play that game I don't care what was your favorite whatever you had to play that game and like you said all the controversy surrounding it and everything just build up that anticipation of wanting to get it and just like you know mentioned with the violence and all that just was just not seen before so it was just like whoa like i mean it was to the point where they had to on when they came out on the home systems the the super nintendo didn't have the blood in there it was just you just saw sweat or spit or whatever you want to call it fly off of the body when they got hit sega genesis they did something different where they added a blood code so they had to be speak on it and if you (laughs) had that that blood code then you got to unlock the the blood and the you know because otherwise i mean it was just like i said it was just regular just where sweat and spit would just fly off of you know the characters when you would hit them but when you drop that blood code in there that's when you know that blood and stuff starts unlocking so that's what's up. So, as we always do about this time, go around the table, go from five to one, give me your list. Shannon, chat me up. All right, so number five, I got Galaga. Number four, NBA Jam. Number three, Super Street Fighter Two. Number two, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. And number one, X-Men. John B., Number five, five to one. Number five, pro wrestling. Number four, The Simpsons. Number three, Running Gun. Number two, Turtles in Time. And number one, Marvel versus Capcom. Excellent. And me, I had Captain America and the Avengers as five. NBA Jam as four. Turtles as three. X Men as two. And Mortal Kombat as one. Fellas. This was a fun episode Man, to do. We got to this was fun. reminisce, get on the childhood a little old bit. School, old school. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, once again, thanks to all the fans for listening. It's time for Thank us to you. take that break. You know yes, we'll sir. be back next week. Y'all have a good weekend. We out. Peace.